Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to season two of Two Pairs of Brothers. Uh, it's been quite a long time since we recorded, but today we finally sat down. We've got a special guest with us, um, fresh out of Huntsville, Hazem Muhammad. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? You know, we're just chilling. Yeah, we're yeah, chilling. Dude, I'm here too. Why are you assuming everyone's watching in the evening, though, man? What if they're that's watching true. in the morning? But we're not worldwide yet, though. You know, that's, that's it. That's you know, we should expand to YouTube. Something to think about. You know? You know. Expand to YouTube, see our beautiful faces yeah. sometime. It'd be a more interactive appeal to our podcast. But, you know, we made it through the heats of the summer. Hey, if you're about that, DM us on Instagram at Two Pairs of Brothers. Give us your feedback. We're trying to chase but that cloud. I forgot the right? password of the account. Do you want to oh, I'm signed in already. We're going to go ahead and expose the password right now, right here. <laughs> but back to our guest today, we got Hazem Muhammad in the house. It's Very- good to be here, guys. I've heard a lot about the podcast. Heard that you guys have had some very special guests, so it's an honor to be here. You're our most special yeah, guest. Most special, I for sure. That. Season two opener, I must say. That's what we're trying to bring our audience back I mean, with That's Oz. no ordinary deal. You have to realize that. I, I realize it's a opener. huge honor. It's like, it's like, it's like, like our pilot episode. Next level. Mm-hmm. Pilot yeah. episode of the season two. Like, I'm expecting like a CJ McCollum, Kevin Durant <laughs> yeah. podcast vibe, you know. Maybe a little bit of Drake. You know. Oh, we have a story about Drake coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. Really hot story coming up. But, you know, uh, again, we apologize for not uh, posting as regularly during the summer. You know, things tie us up in the summer. We're uh, a little separated by distance, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we, we've been kind of lazy, not going to lie. Yeah, I've been there, gonna, done that. You yeah. know, the summer heat gets you stranded in rooms. That, and, you know, that fasting life, you know. What a month that was. It was a great month. You know. What a month. You know, but we made it through. Everyone's here, healthy, back together, and season two is ready to be kicked off. Wait, wait. Were we missing someone? Oh, yeah. That's true. We are missing the How do we forget? integral part How of the do we team. Forget? Who is currently... Is he, he's studying, right? Who knows? Who knows what he's doing? So, Maybe he died. So, Jose Foy, unfortunately, isn't with us today. He is... Um, I think he's pretty busy in yeah, Huntsville. Yeah, yeah. Probably missing jump shots somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Makes sense. Breaking threes. Breaking threes. I mean, DeMar DeRozan was forced out of Toronto. Jose <sighs> Foy Amjad was forced, forced out of the podcast. <laughs> He will be back soon, though. Hopefully he will be time. back soon, hopefully, yeah. very soon. All right, Hazem, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So, I am a fourth year medical student here at UAB. Hell yeah. I guess oh, um, <laughs> So, we can say Dr. Muhammad from now uh, on. Not yet, not yet. You know, we still got a few more months before that, and then a few years before that's actually a reality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, we're, it's a long journey, but we're getting there. What do you do to keep yourself motivated through this journey? Man, that's that's a good question because it's it is a grind. Mm-hmm. So you know you'd go four years of undergrad, and then four years of med school, and then you realize I still have like six more years of training <laughs> to go. But I mean, it's it's just taking it one step at a time. I know that sounds cliche, mm-hmm. but every time you finish a rotation, you realize you're a little bit more closer to your goal. And then every time you every day that you step out of that hospital, you. You, you have to learn something new. You have to take something away from, from your patients, from your experience. Mm-hmm. And that that's honestly what's been keeping me motivated. The first two years of med school are tough. Yeah. Because it's all books and all just like, you know, sitting down cramming and studying. And Maha's going to know all about that oh, no, no, no. now. But once once you get to your clerkships, your third and fourth years, it's it's a, it's a whole new deal. Yeah. Because you're, you're out there, you're talking to patients, you're, you're contributing in whatever ways you can. To, to the healthcare system to, to saving people's lives to helping people every day very noble profession Marshall yeah, yeah. Being a lot more noble than law huh? Uh, yeah mm-hmm. it is I mean I, I intend on doing corporate so 
I won't be helping. But listen, I might need a lawyer one day. The way, yeah. uh, the way. Hopefully, you won't need one. Going. But he's yeah. gonna be suing himself. You know, that's a <laughs> suing himself over Make some malpractice uh, mishaps. You know, it get happens. Him, get himself in the news. You know. I saw a lot of malpractice cases when I was interning like really? two years ago. It's so common. Yeah. I was just appalled by like the sheer incompetence by that doctor. I'm not gonna yeah, say what yeah. he did, but let's just say he was a redneck. Well, why don't you just uh, you know. Dr. X. Dr. X did. He had like eight cases pending. Wow. Wow. And we were doing a deposition on one case. Wait, so in that case, does a hospital provide a lawyer for the doctor, or does he not? He got his own personal lawyer for that deposition. For what? It would be hard for Were they like eight individual cases, or? All I know is he's been sued eight times previously. But doctors get sued pretty often. So, yeah, so. Doctors will get threatened with lawsuits. Mm-hmm. They'll actually get sued quite a bit, but most of the cases don't make it to court mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, like the, the lawyers will take a look at the case, and most of the lawyers that deal with this stuff are very experienced. They know what kind of cases are, are going to actually win their clients yeah. and themselves mm-hmm. some money. So when they see like the run of the mill cases where, you know, maybe it was a mistake, but it wasn't negligent, mm-hmm. it was just one of the things that just happens, then they're not going to take that case. Absolutely. Yeah. So is an out of court settlement like yeah. something really that's common? What we, really yeah, common. So we took the deposition in our my scenario, mm-hmm. and we just tried to settle it. Does the hospital like have any like like payment arrangements? Yeah, for so that, it, it kind of depends where you are. So when when you're a resident, the hospital is covering your malpractice. Okay. okay. And then once you're in private practice, you get your own insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like there, there's just a few big ins- For example, in Alabama. There's just a couple of big insurance companies that most of the people go to here. Uh, but, you know, I think as a medical student, I don't think we have anything really like that because we actually don't have any real responsibilities yeah. or anything that would actually get us into that kind of trouble. But, yeah, as a resident, the hospital covers. If you're a hospital employee, the hospital covers. Okay. But once you're in private practice, you have to get your own. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what do you like to do outside of medicine? Outside of medicine. Well... You know, I grew up with with Mahad and Josefa yeah. up in Huntsville. Hashtag so we, yeah, there Huntsville you go. Represent. Hunts Vegas. We uh, we played a lot of basketball growing up, and yeah. you know, over the last few years, I think I haven't played as much as I should, as much as I want to, but I still get out there on the court every now and then, play basketball. I played soccer growing up. You know, recently started uh, started powerlifting. Wow. Mm. Uh, me, wow. me and Afan were talking about this the other day, and. Uh, that's that's a sport that I had never considered that I would be a part of. But you know, I don't compete or anything. But it's it's nice to compete against yourself, mm-hmm. and that's something that weightlifting it brings out that competitive spirit. And you don't need to get ten guys out on the court to do that. You can go to the gym whenever you want and and just have at it with the weights. It's a quick deviation, or not? I'm kind of tying into that is, do you find yourself struggling to work out while you're in medical school? Or like, well. You know, the first two years, yeah, mm-hmm. but this this last year, not really, because you know, you 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 go do your rotations, and you're kind of tired at the end of the day. So I would go home, decompress a little bit. Yeah. But then, my options were: hey, you can sit down and watch a TV show, or you can go do something that's fun, yeah, that like releases those endorphins. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I started doing that, and I got hooked. And so now it's actually not really an issue. I look, it's something I look forward to. Okay, that's nice. Kind of way to decompress it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would choose the TV option personally. <laughs> ten out of ten times. You know, kind of I mean, I'm not saying I don't watch TV, but <laughs> you know, it's just balancing everything. Yep, for sure. 
So you're from Western Canada. I'm originally from Canada. I was born in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's about as far north as you can go and find civilization in Canada. Are you proud to be Canadian? I'm 100% proud to be Canadian. Are you a dual citizen? Or you I am a dual citizen. So I became a U.S. So I've, I moved to, to Madison, Huntsville, Alabama in 1999. I was six years old at the time. Um, but we did become U.S. citizens so about four years ago. It's a long process. Yeah, I'm a naturalized it, citizen as well, you know. Got that naturalized vibe. Shout out, to yeah, absolutely. It, it, ta- it takes a yeah. while, yeah, and I'm, I'm glad we, uh, my family, got our citizenship before the the current climate. Because yeah. nowadays it's a lot harder. A lot, a lot harder. What do you have to say about uh, people who say Canadians are soft? Canadians are soft. Well, look, if you've ever played hockey against a Canadian player, I don't think you'd be saying that. Mm-hmm. All right. Have you played uh, hockey against a Russian player? I've not well, played hockey against a Russian player, but there, there's a stereotype of Russian players. And I don't know how many of your <laughs> listeners are Russian, but I don't mean to offend anybody. <laughs> but the Russian players are all about the finesse, and sometimes they take that a little bit too far in the sense that, you know, if you've been watching some of this World Cup, a lot of these uh, Brazilian players shout out Neymar, you know, they're kind of <laughs> flopping all over the place. That's kind of the same stereotype for these Russian players. Wow. Hashtag cool. Neymar challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Alexander Ovechkin challenge. Now Ovechkin, he's a different guy. He's a different. He's, he's, he's a beast. He's, he's a beast. He's like a LeBron. Hundred percent respect no, to Ovechkin. Were you happy that he finally got one? hundred percent, man. I, that, I that's so the guy that I, was I didn't even for. watch hockey. You know, I, I was a big Crosby guy, and uh, Same. you know, uh, I read a story about him recently. I think it was a couple months ago that uh, he and his wife were going on some vacation somewhere, and uh, it's somewhere cold. So they were like driving in the middle of the road, and they saw like an ice rink. Like a kind of a hockey place to, to play hockey, like recreationally, right? So, and there was a kid skating in the rink, right? So, this man gets out his bags and he had like he's traveling with all his hockey gear and whatnot, suits up and plays with the kid for at least an hour. That and the awesome. wife, and the wife was like, Hey, it's time to go, Sydney, let's go. And he's like, No, let's just play like 10 more minutes. Like, he was actually asking for more time to play with the kid. And I just thought, like, you know, we need more people, like, more yeah. athletes like that. Exactly. Those are the type of athletes you should, like, would you, you know, listen to? Yeah, yeah, you know, hockey's a good sport. You know, I, uh, I don't watch, but mm-hmm. in the background, as my dad, my dad actually watches the hockey pretty actively really? during the Stanley Cup. I think a lot of people watch during the Stanley yeah, yeah. Cup, yeah, you I'm, know, the playoffs. Yeah, Especially with the storylines this year. You see, you know, you know why they tune in? It's because, you know, you got Monday night NBA, Tuesday night hockey, Wednesday night NBA, Thursday night yeah. hockey, you know. You just need to watch something. Yeah. You know, There's always something on. The way to get into it is play NHL on your Xbox or PS3. That that is a fun game. That game is fun. Absolutely. That is a really fun game. I remember me and some of my friends growing up, we would you could play four people, two two Ooh. actually we played with six people mm. on our PS2. We squad. had we had the little extend thing extender thing yeah, yeah, where you yeah. could put like eight controllers on. <laughs> oh yeah, you Yeah, so the, our our goal was always to put as many people in the penalty box as we could. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. I mean as if we were, like we were bored one day last week last year. And we were like, let's download NHL because I had some memories playing as a kid. And you know, I don't know the rules of hockey because I don't watch it. And like, we were like, puck was icing like every like minute or something. And yeah. didn't know what was going on. Yeah, man, some of the rules are confusing. Yeah, it was really confusing. It takes, takes a little but, bit. You know, we did. We did. Who do you root for? Who do I root for? So I was born in Edmonton. I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan. Okay. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys know a whole lot about hockey, but the Edmonton Oilers are one of the most storied franchises in the NHL. They had Wayne Gretzky in his oh, prime. They drafted right. him. Uh, they won. Five Stanley Cups okay. in their past, but over the last decade, they've been one of the worst teams in oh, the no. league. And th- this is this has been kind of my my suffering as a sports fan. I think we'll talk a little bit more about my sports mm-hmm. allegiances later on. But 
you know, most of my teams just don't end up seeming to do very well. Uh-huh. But the Oilers, their future looks good. They have one of the best players in the league and a guy named Connor McDavid. Okay. Shout out Connor if you're listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connor, big <laughs> fan. So anyways, uh, you know, Canada, obviously known for its hockey, known for its uh, weather, and known for its celebrities, right? Absolutely. And uh, we promised a Drake story earlier. It's on T's little Drake story. So we're, we're, uh, we're hearing you have a Drake story? I, have, I don't know, man. Let's. Well, so this past summer, I was studying for step two. So I had, uh, step two is one of the tests that you take in medical school. And I had a month off to study for that. So during that month, one of my cousins was actually getting married in Canada. So... Me and my family, we took a weekend to drive to fly up there, uh, in Edmonton, and I got to see all my cousins and all my all my family. My family, they know how to throw a wedding, nice. right? So they they wow. uh they definitely went all out for this cousin, mm-hmm. and you know we had a great time. There were there, and if you know anything about brown people, Desi people weddings, it, it takes a while. You got you got a lot of a lot of events spread out. Yep. So we had uh, this one dance night. Mm. And so we, we show up and my cousins had been practicing this really nice dance that they were doing for, for my cousin who was getting married. And at the end of that, at the end of that night, we had like this, this dance floor. And so like everyone's out there, we're just, just getting crazy. And so I'm dancing with, with some of my cousins and then I turn around and my, my cousin who's getting married, he's, he's in the middle of the floor and there's this guy like with a hoodie on no and he's he's just breaking it down with my cousin i'm like all right where'd this guy come from no and so like i i started making my way over there we got this basically mosh pit going around uh-huh. and like I, I get behind my cousin and my and the guy in the hoodie's like hugging my cousin and i look over his shoulder and it's the main man no oh, way no it's the main no man. way Drake. Oh my god! I I get right behind my cousin. We make eye contact. He he just looks me dead in the eye and he goes, "God's plan." Oh Oh my god! I would lose my mind. Best. I don't think Zon would be able to comprehend what was happening. Ovo Mahan. I would probably. (laughs) I probably cry honestly. It was amazing. I think Zon would collapse on the dance floor. Dude, that's crazy. What song was playing? Was it like a Punjabi song? Yeah, it was a Punjabi song, and Drake was over there just breaking. Shout out! Was he doing some hunters? Yeah, man, he was a pro. That's why I like Drake. He's very cultured. He is very cool. I I see him. You know, I hear that he he's really respectable. City of Brampton, right side of Toronto. Mm -hmm. Toronto's his city. The sixth. I heard Just Rain. You know, had some couple interactions with him. He knows who Just Rain is. Is Is he really? Yeah, he yeah just talked about in a couple of his videos. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he knows who he is. That's crazy. He went up to he went up to I think Drake came up to Just Rain and was like, "Hey, man, your shit is funny." Head. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> so that's, back that's to the story. Cool. I just want to know, like, what was going through your mind? You see him, what the biggest musician in the world? Yeah, man. Like, I'm a big fan of Drake, mm-hmm. and you know, he's he's one of like the people's musicians. You uh-huh. know? Like, he's he's one of these guys that, like, yeah, he kicks it with NBA athletes, yeah. but he kicks it with regular people too. Yeah, as you can see, he came to your cousin's yeah, wedding. That's crazy. I mean, my cousin, like, he's he's a pretty like well off guy, but not that well off like mm-hmm. we're hanging with Drake and I, I guess he was just passing through like yeah. I didn't get to talk to him because he, he was just there for like 10 minutes I think wow that's but what a surprise what a surprise that's perfect yeah. it was amazing damn crazy and then we, your, we played Drake after he left did your mom or your parents know who he was dude no man my parents don't know who Drake oh, is damn he made crazy. his entry silently left silently yeah exactly he was there. I can't believe he said God's plan to you he, that's he what, looked me in the that's eyes that's what gets me and said God's plan oh, man. I don't even know what that means but like he just said God's plan to you out of nowhere like chose to get your back honestly 
Like, that's crazy. You know, it was insane. Inspiring. That's something you'll remember for the rest for of the rest life. of my life. Better than graduating mm-hmm. undergrad. Better than graduating med school. I'll be like oh, seventy man. years old. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a phenomenal. Something story. to tell your kids, you know. Something to write a book about, honestly. Like I might, rest, you know. It'd probably be a bestseller. Yeah, it's got Drake in it. Yeah. Champagne. I mean, that's all you need. Champagne, champagne Muhammad. Yeah. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol-free champagne Muhammad. Let's make yeah. that very clear. Champagne. Champagne. <laughs> champagne. champagne. <laughs> Who's the most famous person you've met? Mm, myself. I look at myself in the mirror. My uh, 375 Instagram followers and whatnot. <laughs> I'm like, you're the most famous person you've ever met. Well, wow. That's, you're manifesting that energy. <laughs> Dude, you're I'm manifesting. feeling this energy right now between me and you. You're manifesting. It's God's plan as... Uh, was God's it, plan. Uh, excuse me. Pause and said. said. God's plan. Hashtag Drake. Drake God. just wanted me to tell you that Mahud. Yeah. He said, "Tell Mahud." Oh, Matter of fact, recommend a certain guy. You. He goes by the name Gary V. Oh, dude. I he just pretty much got to f the BS, flip a table, flip a table, flip a coin, and just do it. Yeah. But how do I do it though? Okay, Don't well, worry about how you. In do your it. life, you know, you're weak right now. You sleep with a blanket. You, you gotta limit those distractions get back to the basics get don't back to the sleep earth. with a blanket yeah sleep on the ground no blanket but what does let, that let mean? your body warm yourself no okay. I, I go outside and i p- see people looking at me with the evil eye mm-hmm. what do i do then oh, maybe just wear, just wear a chain with the evil <laughs> eye <laughs> maybe the eye isn't evil have you thought about that <laughs> you think it's in me think maybe the evil's inside of you i'm deficient me yeah no one cares if you're deficient no one cares about your feelings you know you just have to go out there. I mean, why, why is it an eye? Why is it evil ear, evil nose, evil mouth? You know, it's just it's just societal constructs. You know, that's that's, oh that's what's happening right here. I've never been more moved in my life. You have to take control of your life. Got to. You can't let other people look at you and determine who you are. That was great. I mean, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. You know, so God's now, plan. Now that Mod's motivated, we can finish the episode on a you know good note. We can go through this on high spirits. We can go right into my favorite thing in the world. Pizza. We gotta talk pizza. about the Raptors though. Oh yeah, yeah the Raptors. Don't forget. Now Canada is known for its basketball. It's like a basketball. So if Edmonton last... opened a team, like they got a franchise, would you automatically convert to? Edmonton? I would be an Edmonton Oilers fan. So the only reason I, I'm a huge Toronto Raptors fan. The only reason I'm a Toronto Raptors fan is because they're currently the only NBA team that is Canadian. Yeah. So I I feel like Canada is a big part of my identity. Mm-hmm. You know, I I grew up not for that long there, but you know when I moved here to Alabama, it was like. You know, where am I from? I'm from Canada. Yeah. So I picked up all the Canadian sports teams. And you know, when I was a Raptors fan back like 10, 15 years ago, it was rough. Yeah, we were we were scraping for the eighth seed. We had Chris Bosh and this guy went on Twitter and started asking fans where he should go, where he should <laughs> oh, leave. That's, oh, that's dirty. That yeah, is sad. Th- th- this is the type of star players that we had. And then we got this guy, DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> Major Shout respect. out to the main man. Major respect. Major respect for him. Raptors did him dirty. Rest in peace. Yeah. The, listen, as a Raptors fan, I'm very, very conflicted about this. Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan was my favorite player in the league. He showed our team loyalty when no one did. When mm-hmm. Vince Carter left, when Tracy McGrady left, when Chris Bosh left, DeMar DeRozan took a pay cut to sign an extension with us. Wow. And, and he, he, he led Toronto. But, you know, our GM... I don't blame him. So do you think the trade itself was dirty, or do you think the way it was handled is more dirty? I, I The way it was handled was definitely dirty, okay. because he was told he wasn't getting traded, yeah. and then he was traded. But Is that confirmed? 
That, that's the rumor I, on the... I think we should take Demar's word for it. Like, why would he... Yeah, 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 I mean, Masai even said there was like, like, a little bit like... You know, there's communication errors at times. Even with Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics franchise, like... Okay, they did him dirty. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah like, Isaiah dirty. Thomas got But dirty. basketball is a business, and with business comes dirty yeah. elements, right? I think Demar understands that. He said that in his interview. So, as a neutral fan, like, I'm not, like, obviously not being a Toronto supporter, but, like, I like the Raptors. But I would say the trade itself is a business, right? Like, okay, they saw an opportunity of Kawhi coming. Maybe they can become better and he'll 100%. be signed and they'll, like, make the finals possibly, right? Right. But I think the way they handle it sometimes is where, like, people who make the argument that it's a business, even, like, in, like, certain business practices, there's, like, a there's a correct way to do business right. and there's, like, a wrong way to do business, right? Absolutely. So I think the way they handle this DeMar trade, if we believe DeMar DeRozan, I think all indications are we are believing DeMar DeRozan because even Masai, like, came out and apologized if there's any misunderstandings. So I think the way the trade was actually handled is what kind of is conflicting for me. You know, like yeah. why, why is this happening in the NBA? So, there, there, I mean, there's two things, right? As as like a purely basketball perspective, for the Raptors, this was a great trade. Mm-hmm. You give up Demar Derozan, you give up a top twenty protected first round pick, and you give up Yaka Pertle, who's a good young player, but you get Kawhi Leonard back. Mm. This guy is probably the best wing defender in the NBA. He can guard one through four and he can guard centers in a pinch mm. and he's an elite scorer too yep. you add a top five player to your team that's already making it to the eastern conference finals every year your boogeyman lebron is gone mm-hmm. and now you have a legit shot this to make it to the nba the, championship the problem is we kicked out the guy who gave so much to our city mm-hmm. and you know as a person that hurts but from a purely basketball perspective it's a, it was a pretty great trade I'm pretty interested in how that Drake Kawhi relationship is gonna work because you know one's super quiet and yeah. you know, it doesn't seem like Kawhi is that, that interested in. I think Drake's gonna recruit him to stay. Wait, yeah, has Kawhi sure. made any statement so far? He I've heard reports that there was a report you were telling me. Yeah, about I heard. I saw it, but I don't know how accurate that was. We won't know. There's there's some rumors flying around that the Raptors received some confirmation yeah. from Kawhi that he'd be willing to stay, mm-hmm. and that's why they went ahead and made the trade. So Kawhi has not spoken to any media nope. on any Absolutely. sort of platform. We haven't in heard from him in months, honestly. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Even played a couple of games last season, right? He came back and he's then they pulled him out again. One of the weirdest superstars I've ever seen. Probably yeah. is the weirdest superstar. It was one of the strangest storylines I've ever seen in the NBA. But who's his agent? I have no idea. But his apparently his uncle like controls his life. He's a, so he has like a really controlling. He's uncle. an inner circle. That's yeah. pretty yeah. tight knit. And it's so strange just what happened in San Antonio. Like mm-hmm. the Spurs are this world class organization mm-hmm. where. You have superstars like David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. <laughs> These guys are like committed to their franchise. And then Kawhi comes along in the first few years of his career, he's going on that same path. And then all of a sudden, last year, I, I think I blame Zaza. Yeah. Zaza you have to. You have to track that back. Change the scope of the NBA. Yeah. That injury really what a riveting turned the Spurs upside down. I think that Spurs was aren't going to be game. terrible, but. Yeah. I think Rick Popovich. You know, he's a great coach and he's willing to stay. So yeah, I think he'll make it five, six years from now, we might be talking yeah, about Yeah, Fon was saying the same thing. Yet again, you know. Yeah, the and DeMar you know, Pop combo. Yeah, but I, I think, think that's only great. until 2020. He's retiring. Yeah. That Pop I still have a right, lot so of love. Supposedly, he, he's committing long term. Really? Yeah. That's what I. That's Popovich's? Reported. Yeah. Really? Okay. He's interested in staying. Major respect to Popovich. Amazing. Yeah. I think he eventually will transition to that USA job. Yeah. Just because Shashevsky, I think, is. And I, I still have a lot of love for Demar Derozan, yeah. and I hope he does he does really well in San Antonio. I'll be excited to watch him there. He's on, yeah, he's honestly one of my favorite players. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan. Yeah, I hate on the Raptors, but 
The Lowry uh, DeRozan bromance. I love. He has a very old school vibe. Yeah, that Kobe esque. He does. Yeah, he's a competitor. He's he's not afraid to mix it up. The man turned down L A. Took a pay cut and was loyal. Like I I haven't heard anything like that. You don't you don't see that stuff. He's from L A. So like it's crazy. Lee, that's that's major loyalty, and they just flipped him. Yeah, it's a business, and you know I honestly don't blame players for leaving teams for money because Mm, this can happen to them too. Happened to Isaiah Thomas. Happened to DeMar DeRozan. At the same time, you know, the, I mean, I'm not blaming DeMar here, here, but, like, for example, LeBron leaving Cleveland in 2010, right? Mm. So do you think he did Cleveland dirty? Was it a business decision for him? I think, so when we're talking about how things are handled, the him leaving Cleveland was if one of the If he has a right most... to leave Cleveland, at the same time, the teams do have the right to trade him. I mean, that's not what we're No, I'm not. About. That's yeah, not yeah, right. yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, you know, do you remember the way he left Cleveland? Yeah, that was dirty. Did that yeah, ESPN dirty. special? That was that, dirty. That was we're dirty saying, yeah, he, he had the right to leave, but the way he handled it was I don't blame like, him for leaving Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, the teams that he played with on Cleveland, terrible. the players that he had on his team were absolute garbage. He yeah. carried them to the NBA Finals. And then he went to Miami and he had superstars with him yeah. and they, they excelled there. What I hated about that move was just him going to Miami and doing like the not one, not two, not three. That yeah. kind of just rubbed If they handled it, it differently, I'm sure. Like, he was I mean, young. all that legacy stuff is now like swept under the rug because now no, he came back to Cleveland and won right. his championship. LeBron's he way more ring for now. So but like, I think I think if he had not won that championship in Cleveland, like people, that would be kind of a taint on his like resume mm-hmm. that he went to like Miami to, to team up with these superstars. But if he handled it in like an appropriate way, I don't think anybody would have questioned him because right. they realized how bad his team was. Yeah, that 2016 championship just made. Him and the difference between Kevin Durant, in my respect, hey, Kevin Durant, Durant, blog boys, you know, I'm, I'm a blog boy here, and I'm gonna express my opinion. All right, is LeBron didn't go to the Celtics. Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. God, that's just. LeBron went. He made it. He went and formed his own team. He didn't it's go join the team that beat him. I don't hate on Kevin Durant for. I'm I'm a guy that just respects whatever players do because yeah. teams just, you know, mess with players too. So, but like that's just so weird to me that still I can't believe he's on the Warriors. I for me, you know, if KD really wanted to win a ring and he wanted to go to the Warriors, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he now now that he's got a couple of rings and now he's you know he's talking all over social media about how other people need to stop disrespecting him yeah. and they need to like shut up with their opinions it's like no you you took the easy way you got your ring which is fine you you have your yeah, right yeah. to do that mm-hmm. no one's gonna calm him. down he might block us on instagram yeah. <laughs> i don't care <laughs> I mean, the fans are what makes the nba you know right it's we're, like what do you expect no we're fan, gonna be heated yeah if there was no fan input like the NBA would be so boring it'd be boring but he also the way he you know conducted his free agency was bad like uh, i was Watching an Ennis Cantor video, according to him, he didn't text anyone his decision. Didn't mm-hmm. let anyone know, except probably for his agent and then Steph and all of them. So, like, if you play for a team for that long and you have brothers on that team and you right. just don't even let them know, like, that's that to me is dirty. It's it's strange what the evolution of the perception of Durant yeah. has gotten to be because he's, the most, just he's one of the most likable players. Before. Right and when when he won that MVP and he had that MVP speech, everyone loved him. Yeah, you know, yeah he was yeah. crying. He was thanking his mom. He thanked Westbrook, mm-hmm. and then just a couple years later, he's probably one of the most hated players in the NBA. Yep, absolutely crazy. The definition of a sellout. Mm-hmm. Mod's still salty. He left his favorite team OKC. Oh, yeah, you know. Mod's I, I have no allegiances to any sports team, but I do support specific players. The only franchises I hate are the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers. Why Bay. the Packers? <laughs> Bro, the Packers are... So I, I hate the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, look at this little smirky. Yeah. I love Aaron Rodgers. I hate the Patriots. the best quarterback in the NFL. 
I agree. I love uh, Drew Brees. That's that's. My I guy. love Drew Brees. I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. That's big Drew Brees guy. Big Drew Brees. It does a lot of stuff for our but, homies back in Mississippi. You know? mm-hmm. Shout out Drew He's Brees. a great guy. Love the Mannings. Is he from Mississippi as well? Nah, but New Orleans is pretty. He's like, from Texas. Drew Brees. Connected. The gem I used to actually go back uh, to at home. They like Drew Brees comes like every year and like does that's a little camp cool. for everyone. It's pretty nice. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet guy. Okay, now let's let's transition to our you know our second topic of the day and uh, Mahdi, you want to introduce that? Yeah, y'all. You know, my my favorite pizza brand, Papa John's, got some flack recently, but you that's know, something to talk about. We'll see where we rank them on this list in our next section of the podcast. Yeah, so basically, you know, pizza if you guys five. remember, uh, I think it was season one, episode eight. We did a little French fry rankings, you know, mm-hmm. fast food French fries, and you know, we could talk about all the pizza in the world, but I, I think to standardize it, because you know. Uh, not everyone's eaten at all these like kind of bougie places yeah. so we go with fast food pizza and rank it like a quick eat you know if you're you know you and the boys are hungry or something's going on 11 p.m on a saturday night yeah. order some pizza or a bunch mm-hmm. of kids are being rowdy need to need to calm down what pizza <laughs> are you ordering yeah. nothing better than pizza Hazen, what pizza are you ordering my number one pizza has got to be domino's pizza what give me your well, let, let, let him speak yeah. let him i know i'm in the minority here but the crust, so Domino's, rec- not recently, but like in the last couple of years, they changed up their crust. Mm-hmm. Now they have that garlic flavored crust. Yeah. For me, it doesn't get better than that. After, I used to be a Papa John's guy, but after Domino's made that switch, I've been on the Domino's hype train. I don't like their, their cheese to sauce. Their cheese and sauce is completely they, they off. They put some interesting spices in their sauce that, yeah. you know, it's, it's not... A spice. I don't like the it's cheese. Just, it's oozing with sauce, though. Yeah, yeah. And then to make up with the oozing with sauce, they put like too much cheese. And it also has the crumbs. You, you guys oh, ever know the oh, crumbs? Oh yeah, I know what you're about. That's true. Yeah, yeah those are bad. Those like, are really bad. And like, you look at your hand and you're like, <laughs> you're like oh my god, what just I do happened? agree. The crust is really nice. The crust is very yeah. good. Yeah. I think on crust, Domino's is up there. I don't know if it's number one for, for me. For me, crust is the most important part, which is interesting because a lot of people don't eat the crust. Actually, yeah. I agree with you. Crust is the most important part for me. Yeah. But I think for crust, I would go to Papa John's. Just the way it really? fluffs at the end, you know? Yeah, okay, Papa, I'm not agreeing with what you've been doing lately, you know? Yeah, racist. You, we don't, we don't yeah. like you. Yeah, we don't I agree don't. with your racist sentiments. But the pizza. The pizza. Your recipe. Like, if you, like, the thing is, I feel like Domino's is only good if it's kind of warm. If you make it cold, like... Papa John's you can eat at any yeah. temperature. Yeah. Papa John's, yeah, if we're talking about cold it. pizza, Papa John's. But I do agree, Domino's is the best fresh pizza. Uh, still I just don't think the ratios are there. Mm-hmm. I really so don't you're, think... You're Domino's, Hazem's Domino's, I'm Papa John's. Papa John's. Yeah. I'm Papa John's. I am going to throw out a little bit on Pizza Hut. 100%. Okay, the Pizza Hut here in America, it's terrible. Like, it's... Gone off that's also one thing to consider the international yeah but i still that's true but i still like pizza like still here i I love their crust i think it's it just reminds me of my childhood so here's here's my issue with pizza hut and it's always been my issue with pizza hut is man their pizzas are way too greasy oh yeah Yeah. i agree 100 i'm a fan of that leaking if if you eat a slice of that dish you like the deep dish i know i get the pan the pan pizza is so good oh my god we all agree with ashwin sentiments on deep dish pizza yeah so you don't like the grease? I've only had no. deep dish like twice. Because I mean, my hands look like, like I'm wearing gloves yeah. after I eat them. You should maybe eat them with gloves. Maybe that yeah. actually might be a good idea. The thing is, I, I kind of like press the pizza with a napkin beforehand if I'm 
if I don't like the grease. See, that's the thing with Papa John's. You don't worry about anything. Yeah, there's, there's mm-hmm. minimal grease. Crack, minimal. crack open that garlic sauce on the side. Oh, the garlic oh, sauce. Oh, I forgot that's about the garlic changer. sauce. That's I forgot about That's changer. actually an important part of that. It's a really big game You changer. can't eat that pizza without garlic sauce, in my opinion. Like, it's so good. One thing I grew up on with Domino's was their cheesy bread. Like, I remember my mom, like, whenever, like... Like she wanted, like didn't feel like making lunch or like really wanted to treat us. We'd get two orders of cheesy bread, Absolutely. one for each person, me, one for his own, one for me. It was, it was the it's the best side dish at any of these restaurants. Yep. I think they had the bread bowl pasta too. That was amazing. that was really they good. Got rid of it. They yeah. still have it. Do they? Like, I had it recently, like in April. It's still really good. It's really good. I've they, actually never tried their bread bowl pasta. You need pasta. to. They're really good. I think they're cheesy. Very carby. They have carby. side dishes that are really good. Like their um their desserts are good. They have like this that's lava cake, cake that's really good. Cake. So they beat them, like they beat Papa John's in that regard. Yeah, yeah. but we're talking about pizza. Here. Yeah, yeah. The pizza conversation is on. I would agree. Papa John's is the most fresh one to me. So are we talking just plain cheese pizza, right? Yeah, for everyone. Not pepperoni. Okay. Not pepperoni. We don't do pepperoni. No. Hello. What, what, what are your uh, thoughts on pineapple? Oh my absolutely god! Not. So this is atrocious. a very polarizing topic. Absolutely atrocious. Absolutely. I'm actually indifferent to it. Are you a pineapple? I'm a big fan of pineapple. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Freaking big Canadian thing. pineapple, and I, I'm actually not alone on this sentence. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, I agree. It's, I, I bet it's, it's about even. forty six. It's very it's split. Even. Yeah, I've seen this debate on Twitter, and it's really even. It's just too sweet, man. First of all, I don't like pineapples. I think that's a big thing to do with it. Mm. Second of all, it's, it doesn't make sense in my mind. <laughs> Why do you like pineapple? Uh, it's different. Okay. You know, it's got that sweet upper with the you know kind of salty kind of. Yeah, I can see that. It's a very interesting contrast to flavors. I don't, I don't like the texture of it. Like it's, a pineapple. Yeah, I just okay. don't like the concept of fruit on that. It makes no I, sense. I couldn't eat pizza with any other. Tomatoes fruit. come on pizza. Is that on a fruit? Granted, I have. Good point. Granted, the I have. Tomatoes are bad. I hate tomatoes. I've never had pineapple. I, pizza. I don't like tomatoes. I've never, unless they're never like tried it. I've never, I've never right, we know what we're doing later up. tonight. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to Al's later. That's what I'm doing. Al's on seven. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Probably the one. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the pizza. That I think I think thing with oh, okay. Sweet. First of all, nothing beats a New York slice. You're yeah. in New York. You know, okay, that, that's, that's, a, that's a different yeah. conversation. Yeah, we're not everyone. Yeah. No, no one's even. You, you, you fold that pizza up. You know, just just, just scoff it down. Yeah, scoff it down. Yeah. It sounds like heaven. It does. But pizza is such a universal food. You can eat it at any time. No I want to go back to the international conversation. Okay. So I think internationally, Pizza Hut is definitely the best chain. In Pakistan, in Pakistan, pretty super supreme. I love hot and spicy. If you go into Dubai, if you go to Pakistan, like they yes, yeah, super supreme, which is hot like the spicy. one with like kind of like hot. With super supreme is the one with like all the meats. Yeah, hot and spicy. <laughs> My computer just made a weird noise. Uh. Anyways, uh, hot and spicy is like like a little bit of spice, and then like I think the beef just like coming yeah, from the side. But uh, something about their pizza is more high quality. Do you agree? I would agree, and you know what? You can't beat the chicken tikka pizza. Oh man, absolutely! I've n- actually never had a chicken tikka pizza, but it's pretty good. I, I'm I assuming this would be a, a, in boxing, a really in these thing. countries, in these foreign countries, pizza is actually like a sit-down restaurant, like a it proper is. restaurant it where you, it's it's not as rundown as the ones we have here right. in the United yeah. States. Well, just generally, in these foreign countries, I feel like people put more effort in making yeah. the food. You know, the customer the service food. over yeah. there. Exactly. Is I was talking to a friend the other day, and. He went to Europe and he said that the McDonald's mm-hmm. in Europe is actually considered to be like kind of a medium class restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Over here, you get looked down at. Like, you, like right. I was actually I was watching a video. I don't know. It was some guy sitting at a McDonald's in Dubai, and they brought out like 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 
fresh croissants with like a chocolate drizzle sauce like they were drizzling it and this is mcdonald's like a sit-down restaurant and they're making like fresh brewed coffee and they're making like you know the little tea pattern like the leaf pattern on yeah. top of the coffee wow. like cappuccino i was like is this really mcdonald's like they're actually putting effort in their like my cafes like it's kind of weird to think about like you go to shake shack you know you're, you're like oh this is a nice place but like we go to mcdonald's it's just complete different class here mm-hmm. exactly yeah, i think that works with pizza too yeah over there it's not really considered uh i would i mean it's still cheap but it's not like your cheap eats thing where like right. you're gonna go for people actually enjoy their burgers mm-hmm. there's always huge lines listen i will admit that my guilty pleasure is to go to mcdonald's Same. and grab a fish fillet dude the fish fillets are you down <laughs> i can't i can't uh, do dude, it also. I, I agree it's but i'll, I'll so tell you what happens though is you grab that and you eat the first few bites and you're you thinking awful. this is the, well the first few bites you're like wow this is amazing mm. you get halfway through that burger that's when you start feeling the oil you see, on your you face. You feel the grease in your mouth. The, sauce is the thing is, the fish fillet is only like three bites. No. Yeah, yeah, you gotta finish it. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta scarf yeah. it. Down I usually get two. I'm not gonna lie. They they, they always have that two for five dollar deal yeah. going on. Recently, I had two. Like I was, this is back when Afan I was alone at home. Afan was in Atlanta, and my parents were in Atlanta. It was six a.m. I just prayed fudge, and I was like, oh my god, I'm craving fish oh fillet. Oh my god! I drove at six a.m. Grabbed two fish fillets and yes. large fries. Yes. Couldn't sleep afterwards. It was like mm. it felt that bad. You you can feel it literally sitting in your stomach. It was really bad. I felt nauseous. I want to bring up this thing about price when we're talking about pizza as well. So obviously, as everyone knows, the hot and ready you know brand Little Caesars, mm-hmm. they give those five dollar large pizzas. Mm-hmm. So is price something you consider, or should we consider when making a rankings? It is pizza? considered. You know why? Because Papa John's is the worst pizza sales. It's solely because they're the highest pizza prices yeah. of any fast food chain. Yeah, as a mm-hmm. rational consumer. Anytime you see five dollars, you just flock yeah. to that. I had two nice large pizzas number. in the car, and Papa John's turns out to be thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I think that takes away from John. That's not your only problem. Like, That's true. It's it's a lot of psychological stuff going yeah. into the taste. And they also like and like if you're ordering in bulk for like say like an event like you're hosting or something else, you know, Little Caesars might be the way to go. Just Maybe how, yeah. Like, yeah. If you're eating five dollar pizza, you don't care how. Yeah. how Honestly, Little Caesars is not bad. It's not bad in my opinion. Hey, all pizza. All pizza is good pizza. I feel good like pizza is good pizza. Okay, I have something to say, and I'm going to call it. It's because of the crust. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to my Domino's here. Yeah. Domino's, very nice deal, Monday through Thursday. <laughs> $8 carry out large pizza, two toppings. Not, that's not a bad You can tell how much I've ordered this. Yeah. Um, also, I'm not advertising Domino's. I'm not paid by Domino's, but yeah. Domino's would love a sponsor. Domino's, you're trying to sponsor us. We'd love to have Or ZipRecruiter or whatever other uh, podcast. The kitchen one. Like the, the blue, what's it called? Blue, blue Apron. Blue Apron. L'Oreal. I don't know, whatever. Uh, Sh- Gillette. SeatGeek. SeatGeek, Gillette. Gillette is actually in a pretty Mercedes. <laughs> BMW. Adidas. Porsche. Anybody just sponsors. LeBron. LeBron. Fousey 2. July 15th. Shout out LeBron James. Shout TV. Pizza is just one of those things where I think it unites all of us. Absolutely. I don't know anyone who doesn't like pizza. My favorite food besides burgers. Would you consider it your favorite food? It's not my favorite food, but it's definitely up there for, you know, I'm craving something. Let me just go grab some pizza. What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Uh, You know what? Chicken biryani. Okay. 100%. Going traditional. Traditional. Uh, A fun fact doesn't like biryani. I absolutely despise biryani. Do you judge him for that? I do actually. A yeah, bit. a lot of people judge me for it. Like, let me just uh, set the scene for you, right? You know, I'm, I'm a young kid. You know, making friends in uh, in uh, in school. You know, I'm trying to look cool around them, right? But right. I show up with this biryani smell on my shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, mom, 
why can't like you get the spell out of, this, uh, out of my shirts? And she's like, sorry, I'm cooking biryani. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> no, close it's, your it's, door. It's bad. I close my door. I open the, all the windows in the house. It just keeps getting in my shirt. That that's the, the first reason I don't like biryani. Second reason, just the masala. Just, I don't like the masala. Not a fan of the masala. Not it's the masala. literally just chicken garai dumped in a. Uh, oh, I'm not a big garai fan. It's anyway. just a perfect culmination of meat and rice. It is 100. percent the flavor for me. I think uh, like Pakistani barbecue is my favorite type of yes. food. Like chicken tikka, and sea kebab. I can eat kebab any day. And throw some fresh naan on them. Yeah. Sea kebab with paratha. I honestly like any Pakistani dish that's not vegetable related. Yes. Or dal related, which is also a vegetable. Um, but anything else? I thought you like dal. Here's the thing about dal. I know lots I like of protein. I love dal. Yeah. Lots I love dal. But like chicken has protein too. Chicken does have protein. But if you're trying to get that veggie protein too, just trying to mix it up, dal is the way to go. I don't like dal at all. There's so many different types of dal too. Like, yeah. It's like you don't uh, like balagosht. I like balagosht. I actually made some last week. I don't like lucky gosht. I like lucky gosht. I don't know what that is. Lucky is uh, what's it called? Squash. My mom. I love squash. My favorite Pakistani. I don't like eggplant. Eggplant. Not a fan. Not yeah, a fan of bacon, yeah. Yeah, I would just go with Pakistani barbecue any day. Chicken tikka. <laughs> you can eat it. Yeah, give me all yeah, the can. meat you yeah, can. You can. Kima. Let's, kima let's kima hold the so vegetables. Good. Oh my god. Uh, kima, there's different levels of kima, though. Yeah. There's like, like dumka kima, you know what that is? It's like barbecue. It's like a barbecue yeah. smoked. Yeah. Smoked the best so kima. Best kima. It's a little creamier, almost. Alu kima yeah. is really good. Alu traditional. Kima, absolutely. Yeah. Kima naan. Are you guys a fan? There's a kima naan in Dubai. Yeah. My mom makes some amazing kima. Really? I'm gonna have to have some of that now. Yeah, yeah I'll bring some for you guys. Food. I'm getting hungry. I'm like really, really hungry. I'm pretty hungry as well, but I'll, I'll, I'll trek with you guys. But you know, I feel a little guilty after eating that fried chicken sandwich yeah. hey, with the fries, man. So we had a like, We went to one of our uh, favorite places, Jackson's, which they have all Wednesdays, so they twenty five percent off all your meal. And uh, you know they have this really good salmon and mashed potato dish. Mm-hmm. Relatively healthy, you know, it has some carbs for sure, but uh, they have a nice grilled salmon fillet on top. And they took that off the menu, and once we sit down, and the problem we couldn't leave is because uh, me and his aunt ordered uh, drinks already, uh, Coke and Diet Coke, not, not actual drinks, but... Uh, yeah. What a conundrum. So we couldn't leave, and we had a limited menu to work with, and we had to go with a fried chicken sandwich, which me, me and Ma have been trying to stay off the fried food a little bit lately. Mistake. I haven't. I don't really care. I like, I'm, I'm really craving some pizza right now. If, if you treat every day as bulking day, bulking season, yeah. then you don't need to watch your diet. Come on, Start man. powerlifting, bro. Right. <laughs> I need to go work out 6 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, that's a struggle, dude. One time, I'm, I'm thinking about going tomorrow morning. One time, Saad convinced me and Ashwin to work out at 6 a.m. I had the worst day afterwards. The thing is, like, it makes me tired for the rest of the day. That's yeah, the only reason I don't work out in the morning. It is. It's like, I don't want do the it. rest of my day to suffer because I worked out at 6 a.m. Yeah. Sometimes, though, for me personally, I think it wakes me up. Really? If I don't work out in the morning, which I haven't been since I moved back down to Birmingham, I, I just feel a little bit more tired in the morning versus when I was in Huntsville, I was trying to work out in the mornings and it just kind of energized me. So I guess it kind of depends on the person. Some people prefer to work out in the evening. Some, they, it kickstarts their day. I actually think working out also helps me sleep because like if I don't work out or if I'm having trouble sleeping, if I work out, it just tires me out definitely. eventually. It like, definitely helps me sleep. Yeah. Like my muscles are sore and I feel like I really need that like recovery. Yeah. For me it's the opposite. So if I work out it like it gets my up. brain going mm-hmm. and I feel more active. So I definitely try not to work out at night. I worked out for the first time in five months today. And wow. I agree. Some solid keggles. Yeah. Keggles? What's that? It's uh, for urinary incontinence. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, cool. And premature uh 
Um, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that energized me. <laughs> Uh, we can shift over to our last topic, I guess. Uh, you know, as as you guys who are listening are loyal supporters, hopefully uh, we would obviously recommend our own podcast first and foremost, Two Pairs of Brothers. You know, we've been putting a lot of effort into it. Not lately, but, uh, you know, we hope to put we've more We've got a lot of it. positive reception. Yeah. We've got good positive reception. We've, uh, after, I think, episode five, we switched uh, to this double mic system. And our uh, give us a, like, a review on how our sound quality is doing lately. We're using a new uh, program today. Audacity to the record. Program. Yeah, right. Audacity. They are sponsoring this. Movie. Yeah, so we're using this uh, new program, and uh, we're seeing if the sound quality is going to be a little bit better. In our test runs, they were looking a little bit better. So uh, hopefully, that's uh, that's something we're working with. And you know, again, I would uh, encourage all you guys to subscribe and like give us five star rating. Share it, please. Share it. You know, maybe we'll go onto YouTube and actually show our faces. You know. YouTube, 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 YouTube. YouTube. We might have to go to YouTube because you know SoundCloud. We have to pay. You know, every year. Oh yeah, you're right. It's like a yearly thing. Sure. So uh, if we're gonna, but the thing is the camera setups a little bit, you know. And you know, like the fact that in your car people got their podcasting apps exactly. And they, you yeah. know, they can pop this on. And like while they're walking, like, you know, that's a that's a main thing to do. I don't know if you do that a lot. It's Absolutely. Like, if you're like walking around, mm-hmm. I don't know how much free time you get. To so you know, I, I used to do a lot of driving in Huntsville. I live thirty minutes from the hospital. Always putting in a podcast when I'm driving in the car, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that's what the majority of people do. Mm-hmm. That's the one advantage of a podcast on just, like Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, whatever. Yeah. Is uh, you can actually listen to it in the car. I think YouTube kind of drains the battery, right? When mm-hmm. you're listening in the car, but that's something we'll look into. And uh, so you mentioned you listened to, uh, you popped in a podcast. What were some things you were listening to when making that drive? So you know, I I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I started powerlifting, and the reason I started powerlifting is I found this podcast called Barbell Medicine. So this is a podcast that's made by these two doctors. One of them is a family medicine doctor, one's an internal medicine doctor. And these guys were competitive powerlifters when they were in undergrad and medical school. And what they're doing is they're bringing a new spin to the world of fitness literature. So if you go on YouTube right now and you search up fitness YouTubers, it is a completely oversaturated market. And you will find hundreds, if not thousands, of people trying to get into this into this business. Now the problem is every single one of these people that you click on is gonna give you a different piece of advice. So you could be changing up workout routines every day of your life for the next couple of years based on the information that you're getting from YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's no science backing up the majority of the people on YouTube. What these two uh, doctors are doing in the Barbell Medicine podcast is they are going through all the fitness literature that is being published in scientific journals and they are finding the most optimum way to increase strength and to become just more healthier in general yeah. highly recommend this podcast barbell medicine does heavy lifting increase metabolism it... heavy lifting increased metabolism it's kind of debated right now okay um i think common sense if you just think about it in a common sense way yeah you would think it does but a lot of things the body does is not common. common no, put too much pressure on you know, while you're lifting. Yeah. Yeah, metabolism <laughs> might speed up too quickly. So it increases, but like, does it increase to the point where you're doubling your calorie intake? Probably not. Okay. 
So those are kind of like some of the stuff discussed on the podcast. Not, they talk a little bit about that. Like, is um, nutrition something? That's... Nutrition. They don't. You know, they don't hit a lot on nutrition. They don't claim to be nutritionists. Okay. So what 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 I really like about these guys is that they stay in the scope of their practice. So they go ahead and tell you, look, we're experts in these certain areas, and we're going to talk about this. But we're not experts in these other areas, so we're not going to try to act like we are. So you you go talk to or you go listen to actual experts in that area. And I think that's something that needs to be a bit more, you know, prevalent in the fitness industry is people, people these days will just like throw out videos just with their opinions and present them as facts. Yeah. So you definitely need a little bit more scientific approach to... I America for a second. <laughs> 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 you know, I got into podcasting by a fellow friend, Iklaus, uh, you know, shout out to Iklaus, uh, he's always recommend the like podcasts to me and I was like, you know, I'll get to him and I never used to listen to him. I'm a big sports guy, so you know I obviously subscribe to a bunch of the Bill Simmons uh, Ringer Podcast Network, mm-hmm. and he has a bunch of good stuff. And not not all of it is uh, catered to like sports fans. Like uh, his buddy Joe House does uh, House of Carbs, which is an exclusive food podcast, and it's really sometimes he ties in sports in it. Like one of the episodes, they talked about uh, best food cities in the NBA playoffs. So. OKC was like 15th or 16th wow. uh, and uh, like Cleveland was really down there but like Houston and San Antonio and uh, I think Toronto was pretty up there as well Toronto is very multicultural scene. but uh, they talked about that and then they had uh, Tim or Pam Lafreda I don't know what his, exactly his name is but uh, he makes the meat for Shake Shack and he's talking about the different types of cuts of meat that goes into the burger and I'm pretty interested in like I guess trying to get into cooking a little bit and you know, how food is made so that kind of interests me, and uh, they also have this thing called the Rewatchables podcast, and uh, they kind of go through movies that have um, kind of aged really well uh, in like the past decade or even the past two or three decades, and uh, they do like a segment on like the best moment, the moment in the movie that's aged the best, and they like the most rewatchable scene and stuff like that, and they kind of discuss like the movie, like they're talking about how Jaws was the first summer blockbuster and how the like genre of summer blockbusters was created after Jaws and how right. if you watch Jaws like. On, and like, like I think there's like 4K versions of Jaws or like HD, like complete HD versions. You can watch Jaws and how great of a movie it is still, even though like they were actually like they had a mechanical shark and like most of the stuff was not CGI. They were actually filming on site in uh, Martha's Vineyard, so that was really cool to me. And uh, like they have hot takes. Like a lot of them didn't like uh, Inception, and Inception is probably one of my favorite <laughs> movies. So you know, like I was disagreeing with like while listening to it, but uh, you know, it's it's a cool how I'm a big movie guy, so it's. Cool how they like what was the name of that podcast it's called the rewatchables the rewatchables and there's like five or six of them like come on and like talk about like a certain movie they have the Dion waiters moment which is like a heat check moment kind <laughs> of and Dion waiters for all you non-sports fans is a guy who kind of like gets like really good at basketball in certain moments of the game so that's like the best like moment on fire moment of the movie so shout out Dion waiters mm-hmm. shout out Dion waiters so you know these type of podcasts, I think, has kind of influenced our own discussion in our podcast, and like how we how we like choose topics and how we go about our business. You know, I've been I love listening to things, so this is gonna sound really nerdy, but uh, my dad used to drop me off as a kid, and all the time he would have NPR on. So when I got my iPod Touch second generation, they came out with the App Store. The first app I downloaded was a radio app, so I could listen to NPR. Wow. So I'm very. Uh, you know, indebted to NPR. I love all the NPR podcasts, This American Life, Hidden Brain, Fresh Air, yeah. amongst the many, many others. I think they show a diverse America 
they, they're a, more of a liberal station, but uh, I appreciate them. I've learned a lot. Um, but I got really hooked on podcasts my freshman year in college when I started listening to Serial. I don't know if anyone here is yeah. listening to Serial. I binged yeah. that. I don't know if anyone's binged a podcast, but it's almost like binging a TV show where you retain very little, but you know you enjoy every minute of it. Then uh, from then, uh, I've listened to a lot of crime podcasts, drama podcasts. Uh, I listened to S Town. I don't know if you guys listen to S Town. It's down in town in Alabama, so I kind of related to that. Real Alabama, but uh, those are just a couple of podcasts I personally enjoy. Me, I don't really listen to podcasts that much. I only listen to them on long drives. So when I'm driving from Birmingham back home. I did that recently, so I listen to the same ones as Vaughn does. The NBA Ringer Show, a huge NBA fan. You know, talk about the ins and outs of the game, talk about trades, free agency, all that. And then Bill Simmons podcast. I prefer the Bill Simmons podcast. It's wonderful. Show. Bill Simmons because he brings like a multitude of people, not yeah. just uh, not just uh, like athletes yeah. on there. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, one podcast I would like to mention that I was very apprehensive to start was the Joe Budden podcast because I was I am not a big fan of Joe Budden. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, but his podcast is actually really interesting. Like he talks about like kind of what's going on in the world as well as what's going on in the world of rap and how like you know certain rappers like when XX Ten Cian died, he had like a really heartful tribute to him and like mm-hmm. like kind of a message to the youngsters on like gang violence and whatnot was going on. That was really cool, and then. Big fan of No Jumper by Eddie Pomeroy. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and like his colleagues also make fun of him, which is kind of funny. So you know, I'd be, I would like to mention the Joe Budden podcast. Or something. Go, going back to Bill Simmons, I don't know if you guys used to read Grantland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember the Bill Simmons mailbag? Yes. That used to go on there. Mm-hmm. That was one of my most favorite things to read because. The guy is an amazing writer. You have to give him that much. Very talented. He's he's a bit of a polarizing figure these days because I think people treat him as a journalist and he's not. Mm -hmm. He's a fan. Yes. Like first and foremost, he's a fan. He's like us. He has his opinions about basketball. He's a huge Boston Celtics fan. Very opinionated. He's biased. He's very biased. He just has a huge platform. Well, we're all biased because we're fans. Yeah. Right. If I had a platform like Bill Simmons, I'd be talking about how Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA and Mm -hmm. how the Raptors are gonna win the championship. That's why I relate to Bill Simmons. He's a Celtics fan. I'm a fanatic, so I just love hearing him talk about this one. The thing is, his son is a douche. Is he? Bill yeah. Simmons? Yeah, really? Bill Simmons, he's a 10-year-old kid, and they did this recently thing on Twitch where they streamed Fortnite. Really? And uh, it was three people from The Ringer and and Bill Simmons' kid. He was just being a jerk to the other people. Like, he was... <laughs> He's this tenure, he's like seems like this really spoiled kid. Yeah, but spoiled. Uh, and his like Bill Simmons was kind of like like telling him to calm down, but you know he was really disobedient to his dad on the on the live stream. So it was kind of funny, when but also like kind of sad to see. Was Bill Simmons playing Fortnite? Yes. Wow. He, Shout out he Fortnite. He claims that he had a twelve-hour session with Fortnite. Once. Really? What? Yeah. Bill he also Simmons claims that uh, once uh, his daughter was at camp. This was like last week, and he snuck into his daughter's room where for some reason they have a PS4 in there or a PlayStation or I don't know if he has an Xbox or whatnot but anyways he played for like 8 hours in his daughter's room just snuck in there and just played for 8 hours you would, you would think Bill Simmons could yeah. afford his own PS4 yeah yeah. or Xbox we're not promoting one over the other probably too ashamed to actually admit that he owns his own one <laughs> his wife probably didn't let him yeah <laughs> they also have this thing that they they haven't done in a while it's called Parents Corner and it's, it's a really funny thing because they talk about like, like parental experience <laughs> and uh, it's kind of the ins and outs of like how to like shield your kid from kids from certain like stuff while they're young and like like how liberated they should be 
Yeah. The solution is simple. You don't give your kid the, the iPad, the iPhone. Dude, the, a kid cannot. We talked about this on a previous <laughs> podcast. You're going to have four kids and they're going to have four iPads themselves. <laughs> you pull one out for each one. Yeah, it's just, sure. it's almost impossible, it seems like, to like deal with kids without like some sort of technology when they're growing up now. Yeah, it's. I don't know how I grew up because I didn't have that kind of stuff. I had a Game Boy when I was, I think, 13 or something. Before that, I didn't have anything. Yeah. And Loki, I think these kids could be smarter because I've seen kids like at two years old using the iPad as well as I use the iPad. Exactly. So it makes zero sense to me. You know, there is, and this is kind of scary, but there is a lot of research going on right now about technology and screen use in this very young kids. And there's an increasing rise in ADHD, and they've actually kind of linked that to, to screen use. And they're saying that, you know, it's interesting when a kid's playing on his iPad. He's probably got like 10 games and like multiple TV shows on there and like they're playing one game for like maybe 10 15 minutes and then they close that and they go on to the next game and it's tendencies and behaviors like that can that can kind of predispose towards ADHD and you know like I, I don't know what you guys are like growing up but like when when I was growing up it was okay you have this one game to play and you can play that yeah. or you have this one TV show that's on right now and you can watch that mm-hmm. otherwise go play outside yeah and that nowadays is completely different so it's just something yeah. to watch out for plethora of choices yeah for me as on we always had to share something so we didn't even get that much time right to, right. to one thing so if we had like one game boy it would be shared between us and we'd like be obviously fighting over like who gets some more time of it so we fought we, over the psp one. Yeah. so i think like kids these days they get like everything they want you know yeah we had a ps2 me and my two brothers so there are three of us and two controllers so you can oh. imagine how that went fought over them Thank God, I wasn't really into video games, so you know, I didn't really have to. I'm not into video games, but yeah, back then, you were an NPR baby. Yeah. Yeah. Played the Game Boy a lot, played the PSP. I just tinker with things, you know. So, mm-hmm. good stuff, good stuff. Any other podcasts? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't have any. If I had my phone, I could have my subscription list. But, if, yeah. uh, if anyone wants to go into medicine, there's a really nice podcast called the Curbsiders Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's uh, three internal medicine doctors that talk about interesting clinical cases. Uh, if you're a huge nerd or in medical school or a doctor, I don't know why you'd be listening to this. Uh, go ahead and check that podcast out. Okay. Very informative. I feel like we have a lot of listeners that are pretty mad. Yeah. yeah. For sure, keep that podcast in mind. Mm-hmm. All right, any final words? Uh, how's it? Final words? It's It's been a pleasure to be on, mm-hmm. talking to you guys. Uh, an honor to be with the three of fun. This is, yeah, this this is a lot of fun. This is a really good start to season two. You know? Well thought out. Yeah, well thought out. So like, what's your... Uh, What's your song of the day? What's my song of the day. Oh, first, where can they find you? Where can yeah, they yeah, find link you? your stuff? So, uh, so I, uh, I, I guess what we're referencing here is uh, I do have an Instagram account <laughs> where I upload uh, Quran recitations. Beautiful. I was, I was, in all seriousness, mashallah, they're very, very, yeah, nice. they're very, for very sure. nice. Yeah, it's it's called Quran H Muhammad. Mm-hmm. So it's Q U R A N H M U H A M M A D. Uh, it's just a blessing from God, and you know I appreciate even the shout. Non- yeah, even for those non-Muslim listeners, if you don't like, if you're not familiar with what recitation is, it's just like a beautiful way of expressing uh, the Quran, which is the book we read. And you know, it's a really soothing, like it's a really soothing, like uh, have like just having it, like maybe even background noise for you. Even guys. if you don't understand, it, yeah. it's very soothing. It's very soothing. So I urge you to go check that check out, out, inshallah. I appreciate the shout out. And the last thing we do. Song of the day. Song of the day. Yeah, after the Quran, the song of the day. <laughs> song of the day. Well, you know, based on the stories from today, I think there can only be one, one song of the day, and that is God's plan from Drake. Oh, oh wow. that's it. That's it. That that's my favorite it. Drake song. Man. 
because that was just right. one of the best songs. All right, here's God's Plan by Drake. Thank you, guys. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't.